Let's Talk, the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. The name John Newton is familiar to many because of the well-known hymn, Amazing Grace, which he wrote in 1772. In addition to Amazing Grace, Newton wrote close to 300 other hymns, as well as multiple books and articles. While we may not be familiar with all of his other hymns, Newton's impact still shows up in some of the modern hymns and songs we sing today. I'm sure that Newton would agree that God gets all the glory for that. Recently, I was struck by a line from one of Newton's lesser-known hymns, How Sweet the Name of Jesus Sounds. It was written in 1779, and the fourth verse says this, How weak the effort of my heart, how cold my warmest thought, but when I see you as you are, I'll praise you as I ought. It was those last two lines that seemed to really speak the loudest. But when I see you as you are, I'll praise you as I ought. The idea seems to be that genuine change of heart takes place when we catch a glimpse of Jesus as he is, as he truly is. That line made me think of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane the night before his crucifixion. A moment in the life of Jesus that's included in all four of the Gospels. It's truly a moment when we're given a glimpse of Jesus as he is. Honestly, I found it rather shocking the first time I realized the gravity of what Jesus was revealing about himself. In John's Gospel account of this moment, chapter 12, verses 27 and 28, Jesus says this, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. When we consider that we're getting a look into the soul of Jesus here, we realize that God is letting us in on the intimate details about what was going on when Jesus faced this dark hour. The other Gospels use similar words to describe Jesus at this moment. Matthew says, He began to be sorrowful and troubled. Mark says he was greatly distressed. Luke describes Jesus as being in an agony. It's a shockingly honest look at what Jesus was experiencing. But aren't you glad this glimpse of Jesus as he is, is included in the gospel account? It's somehow comforting to know that even Jesus experienced these deep emotions and let us in on how he faced them. Considering Jesus' experience reminds me that I dare not simply assume there is sin involved when I encounter a troubled soul. This is important to remember because it's easy, way too easy to assume sin to be the root of something that might actually be part of an altogether different picture God is painting when we find a troubled soul, either our own or someone else. Sin was obviously not at the root of Jesus' troubled soul. So how did Jesus face this troubling time? He certainly didn't deny his agony. Instead, he prayed. He took it to God and in complete honesty expressed what he was experiencing. Knowing what was ahead, knowing all the ramifications of what was coming, Jesus prayed, and even went so far as to ask that the cup of agony he was facing be taken away. 
Aren't you glad this is included? We are once again truly seeing Jesus as he is. How he faced knowing that he would bear the burden of taking on the sin of all mankind and being separated from his heavenly Father. He didn't try to run from what was ahead, but he also knew to turn to his Father in his agony. The point is that prayer is of primary importance when we face troubling times. Not necessarily to change the situation, but for what it does in building trust in our Heavenly Father. That leads to the next thing Jesus said. But for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Once again, we're seeing Jesus as He is, willingly choosing to yield to the Father, completely trusting His will, even when He knew it meant the trouble would not be removed. We have to conclude from what we see here that it's not always God's will to remove from our lives what's troubling us. Now, I realize that's not a popular or trending way to think, but the truth is that often the things we would wish away are the very things God has providentially put in our path so that we'll grow in our trust of Him. There's no better example of this than what we see here in the life of Jesus. Finally, we find Jesus revealing to us even more of Himself when He proclaims, Father, glorify Your name. In many respects, this is the telling moment when Jesus leaves no doubt about His motives. Jesus is declaring that His life is all about the Father, surrendering to Him, trusting Him, and glorifying Him, no matter the personal cost. Jesus is confirming that the Father's plan takes priority over everything else. So, aren't you glad we have this account in the Gospels? Aren't you glad that we get this glimpse into the troubled soul of Jesus and we get to see how he handled it? Because as the words of John Newton remind us, when I see you as you are, I'll praise you as I ought. Seeing Jesus as he is gives us reason to praise him as we ought. Let's praise him for his perfect example of obedient trust in God the Father. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you gave us these details about your life. Thank you for your perfect example of how to face the hard things that bring trouble to our souls. We're in awe of you and the fact that you can always be trusted. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, God can always be trusted.